Hey, if you're new to the channel, remember to hit the subscribe button. And this week, it's Chris Davis from The Ghost Inside, and we're getting real nerdy. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Michael, a.k.a. Rickshaw, and welcome to Worship and Tribute Nerd. Today, we have a quarantine edition. We are we are technically allowed to do things, but not in big groups. But it's quarantine still. We're still staying indoors. We're still not trying to get diseased. You know? safe. <laughs> safe and responsible. But I have Chris Davis here. Say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm I'm great. I'm uh trying not to go crazy just as as everybody else is in, in this yeah. situation. Oh my god, it's hit the point. It's like when I when I see people protesting, I'm like, "Yo, I get it, but don't be a dick." <laughs> you know? Like Yeah, I mostly think just don't be a dick, but Right. But then I I'm, think I think that that's like hard to ask for sometimes these days. Yeah. We are we're pretty we're pretty spoiled in this society. We're like, we're like, oh, people are dying. You know, oh, it's fake. I need a haircut. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what it boils exactly. down. Exactly. <laughs> Most absurd thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but we're staying sane. We're uh, lots of people are getting involved in social media and streaming and 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 movies <laughs> and video games. All right. That. It's it's been a re- uh, a really cool time to like catch up on all the the like movies and tv shows that i've wanted to watch and just haven't had the time to do and then like extra time with the family and stuff so right. like there has been upsides to it but doesn't mean that uh scrolling through facebook doesn't make me want to jump off the roof <laughs> of my house either so dude it, it, it always has you know <laughs> i feel i feel like it's way worse right now though. right now yeah people are bored they're they're speaking their minds you know so yeah i mean that's that's what social media is for i guess but i don't know it's brought out a whole new level of people i think yes that's true <clears throat> but let's you know let's talk about ghost inside for a second you know uh never heard of them yeah you guys just put out a new song yeah, and, and it's been a it's been a long time. You haven't gotten anything going since the big wreck, and yeah. I'm glad to see you guys are all right and coming back and doing what you love. So, how's it going with the release? Uh, it's been overwhelming. Um, it, it we're coming up on. I think Jim just texted us earlier. Jim, our bass player, yeah. and I, said that we're like approaching the one million stream mark on Spotify, and like. Just over two weeks, which is insane. Yeah. Um, so the response has been like, I think we all knew that uh, it would be really well. Like you said, it's been a long time since we put anything out, and it's right. the first thing since the accident. Yeah. So I think we all assumed that it would be awesome. Uh, at least we hoped it would anyway. But I don't think any of us anticipated anticipated it going over like this well. Awesome. I am. Yeah. I'm so happy. It's going for you. Good for you guys. So. Well, by the time this comes out, we'll actually have a second song out. Oh. That people will ho- hopefully have heard as well. Oh, nice! So, what was the last the last tour we even did was like the one in Europe, right? Yeah, um, the the most Tex- depressing and yet most fun <laughs> tour I've done yeah. in my entire life. Yeah, Texas in July. I wrestled a bear once in Europe. Where, who was who were we touring with? It was Vidya. Vidya. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Crazy yeah. German dudes. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. Whenever there's a German band, it's always a good time because then. Oh, yeah. You guys did uh, Eskimo Cowboy like right before that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Right. Probably a way more fun tour to be on because people actually showed up to those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Eskimo Cowboy is also, you go on tour with them and they have huge crowds, but then people might not like you as much. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's fair. Right. That's fair. Yeah. But it was still uh, good. It was fun. And uh, I miss Europe. That's one thing uh, about being a normal person now that I'm like, being a normal person is not all it's cracked out to be, you know? You, get, you, ha- you might have a paycheck, but then... But it's just not as fun. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to travel and do whatever you want, you know? Right. I was just talking to the Texas guys the other day about how much I miss Europe. Uh, I think when you get stuck in, like, the tour we did together wasn't a bad tour, it was a ton of fun, and the depressing moments were depressing only because of the money situation yeah. involved with everybody. <laughs> yeah. you know, knowing you're, you're right. going over there for, for six weeks or whatever, and then you're going to go home empty-handed, which is – that's just part of the gig sometimes. Right. Uh, so in, in moments like that, it's like really hard to see how awesome you truly have it. And then, then you sit at home for like years and months at a time, and you're like – man, I'd kind of skip my paycheck to go back and do that <laughs> yeah. again. Yes, my friend, that there are times. Like, a, one of the things that bugs me about it is, like, everyone has to remind you in in their own way because they're, like, they're, there's times where my friends are like, I really can't believe you were that bad. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, thanks for reminding me that I don't get to travel and play music. And <laughs> right. Or, oh, yeah. Or there's yep, people. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> or there's people like I. I will meet, and then uh, someone will be like, "Oh yeah, that band you were in," and then the person you just met's like, "What band?" No. Uh, and then, and then you like, have to do the whole explaining thing. All right, here was what it is, and then like lots, you know, with the with kind of the people that I work with, like you know, in the service industry, I always get like, "What? You were in that band? What are you doing here?" Right. And you're like working. <laughs> making paychecks you know right trying trying to survive same right. as everyone else <laughs> yeah but you All know right, let, let, let me flip the script here yeah you might have covered this on this podcast before right. so i apologize if your listeners have heard it but what happened with iwapo <laughs> i think the last time i saw Ooh. you guys was the last day of that tour and i don't know if i've really done i've talked to michael and courtney a little bit since then but i don't think i've talked to anybody else what happened okay so in the you know there's there was there was beef and i it's already it's been years so it's we've kind of gotten past the beef so in the sure. in the nicest way possible that i could say it is we you know me mikey courtney and michael we're doing a, we're doing all the touring at the end of it and then steven he had a gig with diplo doing mm-hmm. you know stage managing and stuff like that and so he was making pretty good money well we were like yeah we want a tour and then we start getting tour offers and we're like yeah let's do it and he was kind of like well i've got this diplo gig you know like would you guys want to do it without me and like we're like sure and then you know like we we were like oh we're gonna be in that area and you're gonna be home well i mean like we'd halfway ask and he would just kind of be like well whatever so then we were just like okay well I don't want to like bug you about it. And then once we start doing it, you know, he starts being like, well, you owe money, we, you owe money for this, you owe money for that. And then we're like, I thought, 
Like, at the, what, what do you mean? Like, this is the only time you talk to us. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Right. So, so then in the end, he's kind of like, you didn't even ask me to do any of those shows. And we're like, oh, what? And then it was, you know, there was gaslighting involved, information being withheld from us, and then especially with the money and stuff. So we were like, look, it's in our best interest to, like, not do this anymore because right. everybody else wants to do new musical projects or or continue to tour and carry on and you don't so that's where it kind of ended you know what i mean fair enough that happens it's, yeah. it's easy yeah. to get to that point. the the sad thing is though there was there was opportunities waiting for us if we were to just figure it out if we were going to be iwabo from then on or if we were just going to quit or you know break up and those opportunities were really awesome but then we just had to let it go because it's like Steven was the founder of the band. There you right. go. You know what I mean? So I would rather right. I'd rather not fight and and be in, involved in a bunch of drama whenever it's like you actually did start the band. Sure. There, right. there, there we have the answer. So Right. That's fair. But I am bummed about it. So Understandably I, I, so. <laughs> Understandably so. Yeah. Right. Uh you know, we kind of got forced into the obviously forced into the scenario of like, ha, like having the the touring world kind of taken away from us and having to sit at, yeah. and not do stuff for right. You know, four and a half years. Uh, I totally get how much trying to yeah. make that transition I'm, from like band life back to real life sucks. It's not fun. Oh my god! It's <laughs> it's like it's for a while. It's like what you need, almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then. Once you realize what you're doing and like your routine, you're like, take me back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Put me back in the van. <laughs> yeah. Put me in coach. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And so now I do this and this is kind of like my my presence online, you know. And uh, Krista, our, the original singer of I Wrestled a Bear once, she has a band called Empyrean Lights. And... Okay. Once they kind of get things rolling, they were like asking me to play in their band. So I'm like, they're adults, they have kids, and I'm an adult. So it's like, it's like, it's good to be involved in a project that everyone's like, well, we don't know what's going to happen because we have kids. So, right. Yeah. I could still act like an adult. Yeah. That's fair enough. Right. (laughs) uh, Minimal commitment, yet still fun, at least for the time, at least for the time being. And you never know where it could go from there. Right. I think it'll be fun. Uh, Krista has a lot of... It's like Courtney was in the band longer in the long run, and then it's like Krista still has this big cult following to where they're like, Courtney sucks, and we're all like, you know, quit talking shit about Courtney. She's our friend also. (laughs) Courtney's also great. Yeah. They're both both great. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I feel like... Well, I mean, I could see why Krista has like a huge following. She was in the band when the band exploded, so like, I get that. But like... It's not like Courtney came in and like ruined the band. Right. She was like our <laughs> also, she saved our asses, you know, right. like no no one really looks at it that way like fans or anything, but like she definitely saved our asses. She allowed us to continue touring and like that was like that's the the goal, you know what I mean? Like keep your band rolling, like, you know, grab attention. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I I feel for you guys and I remember, you know, hearing the news about it and we you know, we were even like kind of 
going through some money shit and we were like we we just have to donate like this is crazy for I, I remember seeing you guys donate <clears throat> yeah like you know you see anyone that you've toured with and like shared laughs with and they go through something like that and you're like we all have to you know the music world has to like band together to like yeah. help out your friends so yeah uh <clears throat> andrew and i just did uh an interview with my buddy brian storm he runs the channel rock feed yeah and he was the one that started that GoFundMe. Uh, and so, I, like, I was telling him, it was like, I was well, first of all, I was thanking him for, like, being one of the first people to, to really, like, jump into action to try to help us. And it was, I was in the hospital, so we all got split up between three different hospitals because there was too many of us for one hospital to take on at one time. It would have overwhelmed their ICU. Right. So I got uh, sent to a hospital with Jim and, and Timmy, our drum tech because we were the least injured guys uh mm -hmm. but they got discharged the same day and they went to the other hospitals to check on the other guys and i stayed by myself until my family got there and so i didn't have a phone i didn't have any way to know what was going on on social media and the first time i got uh handed a phone and went on facebook and saw the gofundme and it was already at like eighty thousand dollars it was like the most overwhelming thing like i it immediately started crying because it it went from feeling like we were in it alone to like seeing the whole music community kind of like rally around us uh to to try to help us pick up the pieces it was wild i, I and then seeing like you guys and, like all of our friends like donating even the smallest amount of money to all the way up to like parkway drive don donated like five thousand dollars or something and it was like damn i can't even i mean that's just insane yeah that is amazing like, when yeah it's crazy to see like how much i guess the band meant to people you know yeah. it's like one thing to know that the band has fans and friends. It's another to know that they will step up to help you in a moment like that, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, we live in, like, a really unapologetic society. And whenever mm. you see people, that many people doing good, you know, and trying to help, it's like, it's like, wow. You know, you wouldn't expect it from our fucking YOLO society. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so... How, I mean, I mean, like, how's it, puppy? <laughs> Jet, Jet, ruin an interview right now. <laughs> what you know? Look, here he is. He keeps trying to bug me. Yes. What the yeah. hell? Oh. What a rascal! <laughs> He is a smelly little boy. <laughs> go, go play over there. What was our bus driver's name in Europe? Karsten? I think so. I think it was Karsten. <laughs> yeah. And he was the angriest guy in the world. Terrifying <laughs> man. So let me tell you, my first tour in Europe with TGI, which would have been like a year later, mm -hmm. we land in Germany. And we're walking to the bus, and I asked Jim what our driver's name was, and he said Karsten, mm -hmm. and I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I was terrified for my life because that guy was so scary. <laughs> he was always mad. What was he Different the one? Karsten. Was he the yeah. one bitching about like the vegan? Or no, oh, he yeah. like came in and like just grabbed handfuls of meat and like it was limited and would just leave with like yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, would, he would come in and eat the small rider that we actually got and yeah. then just dip out. <laughs> dude, we've had some of the craziest bus drivers in Europe, dude. Dude, how about the night? Do you remember the night that 
I don't remember what happened, but all of a sudden it felt like we were driving off a cliff. Oh, and yes. went dead silent again, and everybody <laughs> popped their head yeah. out of their bunker. Like yes, like are we dead? <laughs> it was. I thought we were driving off a cliff. It was yeah. horrifying. We had trailer issues in Serbia on the top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuck in Serbia for an extra day or something. And we went to like the wild party, like on those boats. It was like on a boat or something. (laughs) I don't think I went, but I feel like I remember everybody just being like, I can hear music. We're going to go find. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's, that's what I miss about tour. You know what I mean? Cause there's times where if you're sitting at home and you hear music, you don't go, I'm going to go find that party. You, you go, Turn it down. Right, <laughs> I'm trying right. to. I'm trying to sit here and listen to the internets or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we definitely sought out a party. <laughs> yeah, absolutely did. Yeah, I it was like sure it started at like two a.m. or something. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a show in Europe, so our show probably or a party in Europe, so our show probably didn't end till like one or two in the morning. Well, we our show ended, Why? and then we drove to like a spot and then they were like hey you know we're not gonna be able to make it to the next show and we were like why is there like bass going on at 4 (laughs) a.m yeah and then the next day we had the day off because you know they were gonna fix the trailer or whatever and we went out looking for these parties and we went out at like you know 10 or something we're like nine or ten we we go and have some drinks we're like where where are those big parties that we heard last night and they were like oh they don't start until like two so so we were like right. there's like a huge gap to where we were like drinking and we're all buzzed and we're like, we don't are we gonna make it? <laughs> that, that sounds right. Right. That sounds fairly accurate to an an off day in Europe. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe I forgot about that, honestly. I just well I just did a video with uh JT. JT. Yeah, did did he bring up our driver in Russia? No. <laughs> No, he didn't no. bring up Brave Digger. No, he he, you know, he was so into the nerdy part, which which we oh, should get well, into soon. Sense. But yeah, yeah, that we we talked for like an hour and a half, and he was like, and then every time I would kind of like, you know, start sounding like maybe we should end it, he'd be like, whoa, 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 stop. Let me ask you something. How do you think Wolverine would? <laughs> and then, you know, and then uh, and then I would like answer. That, he'd be like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he was just like, I could talk to you all day. It was like an hour and a half. I was like, ah, oh, well, we might want to call it. He's like, sorry, man. I'm just really into this. <laughs> it's like sweating. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Right. None, none of that surprises me at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, so I guess we should get into that. Let's get into that. Sure. Yeah. I probably a- won't be as intense about it as JT is. Right. Oh, I, I mean. talk about it. <laughs> He he's an intentioned individual when it comes to nerdy stuff, which I it's part of what I love about him. Right. It's like and like there's times where I spout off facts about comics or X Men or whatever, and you know, as a casual conversation, people are like, "Oh, cool, 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 cool," you know. But he was like genuinely just like, "Really? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again." <laughs> he's like oh cool 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 and then like so then i would say that fact and he would ask me a question and then it would lead to another stuff and then <laughs> right right, <laughs> yeah, right right yeah so, so x-men is your jam though right when it comes yeah to it is it is my jam i'm so I i'm like you specifically yes i 100 percent x-men i've read x-men comics since i was like 
a little kid. Uh, I've collected comics. And then I hate the movies. I hate most of the movies the, real bad. The, the movies are bad. I, I enjoyed... Uh, I saw it before I read the book, but the Days of Future Past is like one of the only ones that I enjoyed just on right. pure entertainment level. Well, it was the only one where they took the spirit of what's happening in the story and made right. a movie out of it. Sure. The rest of the X-Men movies mm. are just like... They're, they're garbage. We can just say it. They're garbage. Dude, they're straight garbage. Like, you could tell that some... They were like, hey, you, do you know anything about X-Men? Not really. And like, well, you're a writer, right? Yeah, kind of. You're in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, it's, it's and then they exactly just pre- what it seems like. Then they just proceeded to shit all over characters I love. <laughs> that was with Fox, right? Fox had was doing the yes. the movies. Yes. Did Disney or Sony or something just acquire? That? Uh Disney just bought Dis- Disney Fox, and now they so are. So maybe there's hope. There is hope, but the thing is that that last movie, The Dark Phoenix, was so bad. Yes horrible and they lost so much money with that movie of course it was in disney's hands by the time they put it out but you know with all the numbers it just looked like their first flop as a company you know what i mean like you know as a superhero movie so they're like okay we acquired a flop and so they're they're planning to reboot x-men in the mcu world but now they're like we want to wait we want to wait until the fucking people don't associate, no, right, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, I I get that, but I think that the majority of people who are like avidly watch superhero movies are going to yeah. be like, oh, well, th- this is a different thing altogether. Right. You know, now now we've got the right people behind it. Right. I mean, the, you would think anyway. <laughs> the day that I see like Cyclops and Wolverine wearing their actual outfits right the proper (laughs) costumes right i'm gonna fucking lose my mind so yeah i will too and like i x-men is like not my jam like i enjoy it but it's like my favorite and even i will will piss my pants in in excitement (laughs) well i mean you like you said you read the days of future past comic book after that right is that what you were saying yep and then so you got to see firsthand how complex and awesome these X-Men stories are compared yep. to the movies. Even the best one. Even the best yep. movie. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I cannot uh, wait. So you should, you should get Jim on here sometime because he is a big, big X-Men guy. Really? Big, big X-Men guy, yeah. That is cool. He, might, he out of everybody in our band, he might be the most active uh, comic reader at this point. Nice. Um, he's still like he has like stuff that gets pulled for him every Wednesday at his local shop and stuff. Yeah. Like he's like actively invested in in like the new storylines that Me are going too. on right now. So I'm a horror fan. Are you a horror fan? Oh my god! Yeah, I love horror. It, horror, horror, uh, Batman, and music. Like that. That's the three things I like operate off of. All right. We're gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna say this one last point about our society, and then we're just gonna kick off the, the movies and the comics and whatever let's do it i went to okay so that movie called scary stories yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, uh the yeah. ones like from the books and right stuff. about kids yeah, books yeah. right i heard younger you know like they were younger people in the theater uh they were probably like 10 years younger than me or something like that they're like god this was such garbage I can't believe that even they even made this movie. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, this is what's wrong with our world. They expected to come in a movie 
about a 20-page children's book right that was scary because of the pictures <laughs> you right. know what i mean so that's what's wrong with us you, you know like you can't fucking jizz every time you watch a movie sometimes it's just going to be a small little story and you just like right. take it for what it is uh we went and saw that while we were in the studio working on the album it was all of us except for jim and then will uh the guy who produced our record went with us yeah all of us loved it. I mean, most of us read the books growing up, so yeah. there was like a nostalgia factor for us. Right. I mean, was it the greatest movie I've ever seen in my entire life? No. no. But was it was it an entertaining movie to watch? Absolutely. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, especially with why that. Did, why does everything have to be some like insane masterpiece for people to enjoy it? Just take the movie for what it is and let it entertain you. Stop like picking apart every little detail. Just have fun with it. Thank you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. I rest by case. Preach out, Chris Davis. I, I like I feel like it's like similar with uh with the three new Star Wars movies too. Oh man. You know, like uh <laughs> the, uh the what the hell was the second one called? Um Return? The Last Jedi. Yeah, The Last Jedi. It like sure, well, definitely was not my favorite Star Wars movie, but mm-hmm. did it deserve to have people like losing their fucking minds over it? Dude, no did it, did the actors deserve like to be harassed on social media to the point of not wanting to be in movies anymore? It's, no. It's a, it's a movie. <laughs> Get over it. Right. We that's yeah. funny because we we are in the middle of doing uh we're talking about Star Wars. We just did a part 1 of uh the prequels. So we're doing in the three okay. sections. We're doing like uh, the, the, so. So you're you're in the the really ugh, ones right now. Well, I disagree. Now uh, watching okay. them, going back and watching them, those movies are badass. Part one, not so much. Right. Okay. Two and three are badass. I'll, like, I'll give you three. Three is definitely badass yeah. as far as those three go. Uh, I remember enjoying them all a lot when I was younger, mm-hmm. and then I remember watching them like a few years back and being like. Maybe they don't hold up as much as I thought they did. See, and may- maybe it's more so the first one that I'm just like. It is the first one because it kind of exactly. starts as a kids movie, you know. It it does. It definitely does. And I feel like this first three might have been a little bit more catered to a younger audience, just a little bit. A little bit, and um, but there are brutal aspects too. Sure. <laughs> like sure. Like this is you know they were dancing the line on like you know a brutal western style meets right. children's fantasy you know because there are capi- decapitations there are well, there yeah. are limbs being chopped off you know what i mean there yeah, there's like anakin basically turning into like a nugget of a person burning up and stuff at the end of the third yeah, one killing kids so, yeah yeah i think i think the biggest thing for me is well obviously I don't even want to say it because the poor guy who played this the animated character already got harassed enough so i'll leave it alone uh, but uh, just I think the way that Hayden Christensen portrayed Anakin just made Darth Vader seem like so much less of a badass. I know what you mean. That, that, and that's like my biggest complaint about that whole trilogy. But if that's the biggest complaint, it's like, is it really that bad? I guess. I don't know. Right. I'm going to throw out one kind of cool thing about this, uh, the Star Wars stuff. Okay. So go ahead. We the tour that we got in the accident on about two weeks after that tour was supposed to end, we were supposed to go to Australia to do a run with a data member in the Amity Affliction, and it was around the time that uh, the Force Awakens was coming out. So mm-hmm. Vigil and I had tickets to see it in Australia. Obviously, we didn't make it there, 
But mm, yeah. back in January, we were in Australia, and we went and saw the Rise of Skywalker. So it was like this weird nice. like, closing of the circle there. We, right. we missed the first one in the trilogy, but we got the last one in the, in Australia like we were supposed to start it. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool dope. Moment. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I like... So, I like... In conclusion of that, I like Star Wars, and I think that everybody... Ex- the expectations are insane. Like, well, I don't know what everybody expects out of a movie anymore, uh, right. especially especially with stars. But yeah, I, I rewatched them, and I think they're great. I think that I think all three of them have really good qualities of a movie, you know, of movies right. uh, or of a story or anything like that. Right. But uh, so aside from Star Wars, you know, like what's what's your jam, and and also what have you been doing, you know, to stay sane. Well, like I mentioned earlier, I've got I've got a little guy that's just turned two in December. So congratulations with that! I don't think I've ever been able to say that in person. Well, well, you know, face to face. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, It's been a little bit more challenging with this whole quarantine situation. Uh, We were still taking him to my in laws for uh, babysitting during the day, and then we we ended up in full like lockdown mode, like stay at home situation. So for the past I don't know, four or five weeks he's been here every day. And luckily my wife's job can be done remotely. So she hasn't, you know, lost her job. Like, unfortunately a lot of people have, uh, but that just means that her and I are like, you know, trying to balance duties back and forth on who, who's watching the kid and who's getting to work. So right. uh, a lot, luckily, luckily, you know, I, I do get to spend a lot of time with him, which is awesome. It's just trying to uh, juggle all of life's other responsibilities at the same time. That right. It's a little crazy. But otherwise, I'm usually in here in my studio working on mixing stuff. Or I've been trying to figure out ways to produce bands over the internet, which has proven to be extremely frustrating at times. <laughs> but, you know, te- you, technology dude. hasn't quite quite gotten that good just yet. Right. But, uh, it's not yeah, like so- Star Trek where you could just... You're just there. You're like a hologram there or something. Right. That would be <laughs> right. Where do I get that kind of tech? No shit, right? <laughs> you got to go to Star uh, Wars. That's a long time ago, though, right? <laughs> maybe. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I've just been trying to stay, like, active with music creative stuff in one way or another. You know, we've been doing a bunch of stuff with getting this whole, like, album release ready, too. So that's been taking up a bunch of time and stuff like that but otherwise my wife and i just been trying to catch up on movies and garbage tv and stuff like that that we don't normally have the time to watch right Right now she's on uh which is totally not nerdy at all but it's just she's very stuck into master chef okay i mean that is nerdy in its own five minutes and come back in she's like it's master chef i think she has a crush crush on gordon ramsay nice (laughs) it's just always on uh yeah, but what I think, else? I think that, that girls, I think that girls love just like this mindless idea of a show that you could watch for twenty or thirty minutes and never care about again. You know what I mean? Yeah. As to where, like, as a guy, or maybe not even as a guy, but as a nerd, I'm like, I want story. Tell yep. me a damn story. It could be a season long, whatever. You know, thirty minutes. It's if it's a story, it's a story. Yeah. And then that's why I don't like reality TV because it's just like. <laughs> I, I don't really like reality TV either. Uh, I will admit that I get sucked into some of the seasons of Master Chef too, 
every now and then. But right. but I, I do typically prefer uh, something with a, a storyline that gets you sucked in. Most of the time when her and I end up watching something together, it's like crime related. Oh, yeah. Uh, like there was a show on Netflix called The Killing. I've and her, seen it. And her and I like binged watched it. Like that, like if we're watching something together, like that's our jam. Cause she's like not too into the, into like the comic book stuff. And she's not really into horror movies and stuff. Like that's the stuff that I like have to watch by myself on my mm. own time. Yeah. Um, so There's... Our, our binge watching usually, usually goes into like some sort of murder, mystery, psychological thriller kind of deal. Cause that's yeah. the only thing I can get her to watch with me. But there's a lot of that. There's a lot of good stuff uh, on Netflix and stuff like that, too. Like Ozark and like... Oh, Ozark's great. Yeah. I am um, not caught up on the most recent season. Oh, it's so good. What, I, what I've watched, because it's on season three now, right? Yes. Season one and two were insane. It, gets, it gets more Even insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's possible. There, there's also a show that was on HBO called The Outsider. And that okay. is that is uh, directed by Jason Bateman. Also, okay. he stars in it, but his character kind of leaves in the you know like after a couple episodes or whatever. Uh, but that's like a murder mystery with a supernatural twist on it. Okay, so, so it's a, it's a it's a Stephen King novel. So, oh, mm, so uh, I recommend did, that. Have you watched? Uh, What's the one on Hulu? Um, was it Castle fashion- Rock? Yes, Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, have you <laughs> yeah. watched that? I watched season one, and I thought yeah, it was I crazy. It was great. Yeah. I I tried to watch season two and couldn't get into it. Really? As easily. Yeah, I don't know what about it, but something on season one, I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Season two isn't connecting with me at all. Right. I think what got me was, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Pennywise. Pennywise, uh, some Swedish name, I think. <laughs> Skarsgård. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That dude's great. He yeah. doesn't. He's a he's a huge part of the show, but doesn't talk much. Right. But his just very very eerie. Says, he says it all right here. Yeah, with his wandering eye. <laughs> yeah. Creepiest wandering eye ever. But yeah, that's another example of like when Stephen King gets weird, and you're just like. All right, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I grew up on my grandmother started me on horror movies when I was I don't know, probably 3 or 4. I think I watched it for the first time when I was like maybe 4 years old. Yes. And so that's like always been one of my favorites and she like religiously read all of Stephen King's books. Yeah. So like I've watched every Stephen King movie that <laughs> there ever has been because of her. Yeah. So like I I'm like a genuine Stephen King fan. So like I'm basically on board that on with anything that's like related to him for the most part. Yeah, I love Except for that Pet Cemetery remake. Uh, <laughs> Maybe yeah. not so much. Right. But but I did <laughs> I did really enjoy the first it remake. Part 2 is okay too, but the the yeah. first one I think like took the cake on that. I think that I think they had more of a plan for part 1. And then, yeah. and then when part two came around, they were like, they were just like, yeah, we get to make two. And then I, they didn't I really almost know. feel like they didn't realize how well part one was going to go over. They just weren't prepared <laughs> to follow yeah, it up. Exactly. Well, I, f- I feel like it would have been stronger of a movie if they would have known they ha- were doing one and two and just right. kind of like made it more like the book, honestly. Right. Because, you right. know, like in the book, 
you're going you're bouncing back and forth you're like right and they they do that they do that a bit in the like original tv series also right yeah and then so then when you watch the movie it kind of throws you off because you're used to that you know as the story and and all they show you is them as kids so then when part two came around they kind of over tried to overcorrect with the jumping back and forth and like all that stuff yeah so they should have just planned we would have paid people like stephen king people like it So. Yep. <laughs> I, I still enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I just think if I had to pick one, I would just stick with part one and had to pretend like the adult stuff never happened. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a weird ending in the book anyways. Like if... Yeah. I don't think... I think that you could have done the best job possible in, in recreating that book and people still would have a problem with it. Just, you know, being Yeah, honest. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I remember seeing the like the TV series for the first time and getting all the way because we when I used to used to go to my grandmother's every weekend and we would go to Blockbuster and rent horror movies one for every night and I remember renting nice. it and it being like three VHS tapes and I was like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is this you know yeah. and I remember making it all the way to the end and it being like it's a fucking spider creature <laughs> what the fuck man yeah. this is fucking stupid. <laughs> dude i mean even in the book you know like in the book it like it's like this big nasty creature there's like also a turtle that helps them do like a psychic battle with it like you know what i mean like yeah i don't i didn't know that part people, that's people thing. aren't gonna people it's not gonna go over well with like right, a general right. audience you, you can't that's something you can't yeah Put into a movie. That's properly. You know, Stephen King, that was during his cocaine days. So, well, <laughs> you know. Sure sounds like it. <laughs> but, like, you know, when people are like, I didn't like how it ended, I'm like, well, you would have hated the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't su- suggest reading all 1,500 pages of the book then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never read the book, but there's also like a child orgy in the book, yes, too, isn't there? Yes. There is a child orgy in the book. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know how Stephen King's gotten away with that and not gotten some backlash. <laughs> right. Because that's some right. shit. I that mean, is some I shit. guess it was a different time back then during the yeah, co- just, during the cocaine era. <laughs> it still exists, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. people can still read it. How is that not become... I mean... Right. Would I leave it alone, but, like, how has that not become a thing? Right. I mean, people are... Very. People are bringing up... Uh, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr., Oh uh, yeah, with the, the yeah with the with the tropical thunder. Thing. Yeah, that's. But it's funny that I saw someone else was like defending him, and he was like, "That's not that's not Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface. That is Robert Downey Jr. playing a character that thinks he's good enough to play someone in blackface." You know? Right, 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 um, right. He does. Dude has a point. Just yeah, like, I mean, he's not he's not wrong. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. And, like, why now, all of a sudden, is that, like, an issue? Right. And, like, why do people think it was, like, a malicious thing? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I don't know how to take I stuff anymore, man. It's, it seems like everyone is in a really bad relationship with pop culture nowadays. <laughs> they just yeah. want to see everyone sink. <laughs> yep. And I, I think that... Uh, you know, the quarantine situation isn't helping that at all. People have so much yeah. more time on their hands to like, I don't know, convince themselves that there's negative stuff happening to like hurt their feelings or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, 
if nothing else good came out of the quarantine, it's at least shown me the dipshits that I don't want to associate <laughs> myself with. Because now when I see all these ridiculous conspiracy theories pop up on my timeline on Facebook, I'm just like, all right, delete. Yeah. Delete. Delete. Yep. Like, I, just, I don't have time for that. Right. I don't, I don't care enough. I don't care enough. You know, unfortunately, I'm in a I'm in the process of needing people to subscribe to my channel and stuff. So I don't delete. I unfollow. <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair right so uh, no i just don't care right no i yeah i definitely I, want I, uh, to <laughs> i i went through a phase where i just accepted everybody on facebook whether i, I knew them or not so at this point i don't know the majority of people on mm-hmm. facebook yeah so i'm just like if i don't know you and you're posting crazy ass shit get out of here yeah you're out you're out you're out <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> anyway back back to more fun stuff let's, yeah. get, let's get away from this yeah stupid shit uh horror movies Halloween, what did you think of the Halloween remake? Oh, I thought it was great. I yeah. loved it. You could I, you could give me anyway, anything Halloween and I'll probably watch it. You know, just like so. I I even I've watched uh what's the the shitty one with uh with Busta Rhymes. Uh is that <laughs> Resurrection or whatever? Yeah, Resurrection. I've watched that or, one like or maybe H two O or H two O with LL Cool J. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> uh, I've watched Resurrection probably like fifty times just because I'm a sucker for anything that has Michael Myers in it. Hell yeah! I was I was actually super into the into the new one though. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I uh, and I, so I'm very excited to see the next part. If uh, hopefully it doesn't get pushed back and still comes out this year. Uh, I, th- I think I saw something about it. I think it did get pushed. I think everything got pushed, honestly. Like, ah. Whether it be, whether it be years. Or... <laughs> I'm not the type to get into random internet arguments, but I saw one that was a that was talking about Spotify, and this girl was like, ten dollars a month. Uh, no, thank you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go download it or something. And I'm like. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I don't know who you are. I don't know nothing about you. And I'm like typing like, but you think $10 a month for endless music is like right. something insane. And she was like, I don't know who you are on my feed. But yes, that's what I said. It is too damn much for. And I was like, back in my day. <laughs> yeah. Back in your day, you couldn't even get one CD for $10. You could they go double that dude, price. You could go look for your favorite band's album and not find it like right. just not even you and then you're like ah, oh, well where has one i don't know looks like they're all sold out in our system so you're gonna have to just sit on the couch and not yep. listen to that album till it yep. comes out again <laughs> yep. so yep when i was first getting into music seriously in like the early 2000s yeah it was like either you lucked out and they had your cd in stock but it was still 20 dollars a cd or whatever at like tower records yeah or like you said, it was just out of stock, and there was no way that you just had to wait and hope it showed up one day. <laughs> yeah. There was no, there was no way to find it on the internet because right. it didn't exist yet. You know, like m- music websites weren't really a thing yet. Yeah, it's insane that people. Because <laughs> whenever I someone was like, "Yo, Spotify, you got it," and I was like, "When it first came out and stuff," I was like, "What? What is it?" They're like, "You don't have like listen. I know you fill your phone up. You fill your phone up with gigs and gigs of music, but like right. you could do Spotify now, ten dollars a month." You search for anything. Keep, keep in mind, there are some things I have found that aren't on there. But oh, for sure. But you still could type in fucking ninety-eight percent of the things in, that you've ever heard, and they're on there. Yep. Like, yep. Uh, 
there uh there have been a bunch of, of changes in music related things over the years with technology that i was just like oh there's no way this will ever stick like back when iPhones started coming out and people started using their iPhones for music instead of their iPods, I was like, that's so stupid. Why would you want to carry around music on your phone? I have an iPod for that. Yeah, I think I was one of those guys. I got an guys. iPhone and I was like, oh, it makes sense. And then Spotify <laughs> came along and I was like, I want to have the physical thing. I have to have the CD. Yeah. Digital music, stupid. And now I'm like, I, I, dude, I couldn't fucking tell you the last time I bought a physical CD of anything. Right. I feel you. I'll, I'll buy it on iTunes, but like most of the time, I end up like listening to it on Spotify or, or Apple Music or something. Yep, uh, but still support, you know, and not bitch online about <laughs> ten dollars a month, right? Yeah, dude, it's like that's like the only fight I'll jump into online. You know what I mean? Like, right, dude. The, the thing <laughs> that that people like need to understand is like. People aren't like literally aren't buying physical CDs or anything anymore, really. And so the only thing that allows these artists that they like listen to and consume on a daily basis to do anything is the streaming stuff. So Mm -hmm. like if people aren't signed up for Apple Music or Spotify, like where the fuck do they think the money is coming from for these bands to like make their albums? It doesn't exist. Exactly. Like, God forbid, like you have to pay a very small fee to to support the music that you listen to like like what i'm so sorry yeah i'm so sorry we're asking for a, a couple dollars a month <laughs> that, that <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, won't even go directly to the band it, exactly. the, the band barely see any of it so like god forbid <laughs> what a horrible thing that's the way i feel i mean i'll even i even accidentally support bad movies you know what i mean <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I've I've done it plenty of times. Exactly. <clears throat> I I uh I I am <laughs> I will watch the worst horror movie on Netflix or Hulu just because it's there and I've watched everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, screw it, I'll give it a stream. I go I go searching, man. And then sometimes you don't even find anything. You just scroll for an hour. Oh, I, I've definitely, I've definitely done the depressing scroll for an hour and find nothing, and then just like, well, I guess I'll watch this garbage movie I've already seen ten. because yeah. I did the same thing last week, and now I'm in the same spot again. I feel like there's a lot of those like mid-level horror movies on Hulu and Netflix that like you've never heard of before. Yeah, but somehow they're out there and they're not complete trash. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to think that like how much money is. Uh... Like it's it's good for the movie industry to do this much with horror because it's like every horror movie is like low budget. You know what I mean? Yep. Like not necessarily low budget when you think of low budget. Like compared to these Hollywood blockbusters, all horror movies are like made for a very cheap price, and then well, they make yeah. the money. They make the same yep. money. You know what I mean? Because people yep. are like you horror gotta, movie. You got to look at those like Blumhouse or Bloomhouse or whatever movies that I think that their whole model is like they won't spend more than five million dollars on a movie or something like that. Yeah. And then and then they I feel like they're like always the top grossing horror movies that come out like that that Halloween movie. They're yeah. they're all mouse. Yeah, they don't yeah. look like five million dollar movies and they're always great. And I think that didn't they also do like The Conjuring and stuff like that too? Like they've done like huge movies yeah. for like really low budgets that have like brought in a fuck ton of money yeah super Um, small speaking of michael myers my friend toby secret levels podcast he keeps bringing up like 
um, horror movie fighting game. He wants it. He wants it so bad. It's I mean, like, they, they kind of have that. Well, I mean, it's not it, a fighting game, but they've got like Dead by Daylight and stuff like that. It's, right. We're, but we're talking straight up Mortal Kombat style game, all horror movie villains. Like he wants. It. I would play the shit out of it. I would play the shit out of it too. Like, I, I would just use that to like live out my like Freddy versus Jason, but like Michael versus Jason like dreams that I've always had. Like yes. let's get a Michael Myers and like Jason Voorhees movie together or something. Yes. I would just use that game to like live those fantasies forever. They should just do a Royal Rumble, like a horror movie Royal Rumble. Like let's get everyone in this sure. stupid plot. Doesn't even have to be a good plot. Just an excuse. They should at least get the three big ones in there, and let's get Freddy, Jason, and Michael. Yeah, I would watch that movie, and then just for like shits and giggles, bring in Chucky just for one of them to like punt him across the screen or something. Because Chucky. (laughs) Speaking of Chucky, did you see the newest Child's Play? Yes. What did you think? I have to know how you feel about it. You first. (laughs) I. I know that I said that I you shouldn't shit on movies, but. And I like bad horror movies, but right. I could not enjoy you that couldn't. one. <laughs> I couldn't. I tried. I wanted to like it. Yeah. A, because Child's Play was a big thing for me growing up. I love the originals. Uh, well, up to two, really. They get a little, they start getting a little shaky after that, but I can even watch like Bride of Chucky and all that mm. stuff and still kind of enjoy it. Uh, and I also love Aubrey Plaza. Could not get into this movie. <laughs> could not get into the movie. Okay, so I will say that I was mad about it, right? Okay. I was, like, mad that they're redoing it, mad that they're, like, changing the concept of it. Right, like, making him, like, a defective software rather than, like, some, like, voodoo stuff. Yeah, and then Mark Hamill joined. Okay, that that is a redeeming thing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm doing this, yeah. So then I was, like, I kind of stopped being mad. But then, you know, like, my girlfriend and, like, my roommate wanted to go see it. So we all go see it. And then I still liked it. I still had fun. Like, I was like, it was a fun movie. It had, like, its brutal moments. And, like, you know, it hit all the good horror spots. Right. Still kind of mad about it. But (laughs) for what it was, I enjoyed it. Because, and the only thing that really makes me feel like it's okay is, like, they're still taking the Chucky storyline from the original, and they're going to continue it in a show, and they're also still thinking about maybe Wait, doing they're a... they're making a show? Yes. What? How did they, I miss that? <laughs> okay, so whenever Child's Play, the remake, was announced, right. they were also, they also ended up announcing that Don Mancini, the original writer for every Child's Play movie is returning to do a show with the same right. he, with the he old. He wasn't involved in this in this remake at all, no. was he? No. Yeah. So he was kind of like, yeah, sure they could remake it or whatever. I'm not a big fan of that, but I'm right. still going to keep writing Chucky movies, you know. Right. With what's his name? Uh uh the guy who does Chucky's voice. Oh, Chucky's voice. Yeah, okay. I don't I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Right. <clears throat> But yeah, Cult of Chucky. Did you ever watch Cult of Chucky? I never finished it. I tried. <laughs> they, they 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 lost me a little bit at that point. They are that's they're continuing that story. Okay, and they're going to keep going. So maybe I do need to watch it just so I can understand what's going on in the show. Then yes, because it's okay. kind. I think I'll it's kind of cool because okay, so the girl that's in Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky that Chucky's like going after is right. actually 
uh, the guy who plays Chucky's voice, that's his real daughter. Okay. In real life. So, so if you watch Curse of Chucky, it kind of ends with her kind of like, you'll just have to watch. But like, she's going to be one of the bad guys. So it's like we get like Chucky's voice's real daughter who kind of like has this devilish look to her is going to be the villain moving forward also. So it's kind of, okay. like, so we're getting like a, like a Halloween four finish kind of thing here where, where, uh, Jamie Curtis's character ends up with the, the clown costume on and the mask <laughs> holding a knife. At the well, end of the movie. that's what, that's the part I don't want to give away. So you have to watch it now. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> God All damn right. It. I'll go watch it. <laughs> but, it's been fun. I uh, that's been great. I enjoyed catching up, and Same. let's not let's not go like like six years without <laughs> catching up again. Right. I mean, as soon as this shit clears up, I'm hoping that y'all will want to play in the South, and then I'm gonna come to a damn show. I'm sure that that'll happen. I don't. I don't want to like speak out of turn. Eventually, but I, I but I think that. The reality is, is that we probably won't get to play our shows this year just out of right. safety for everybody. Right. Um, not, none of that is confirmed just yet. But if I had to take a wild guess, just based on how everybody else has had to reschedule all their stuff, I don't I imagine our stuff will happen this year. But uh, I would say the South is probably a likely spot we'll try to hit sometime right. this year. <laughs> I'll just let's just leave it as if you tour. You might try to hit the south. Yeah, it might. <laughs> but it's been fun, and we're we'll, we're going to do something face to face. You know, when that if that time yes. happens. So go check out our new song Aftermath, and I guess by the time this comes out, you can also check out our new song Pressure Point, and go pre-order our album. It'll be out on June fifth. So, Chris, it's been fun. Everybody at home, thank you for watching. And if you have the time, go down below and leave us some comments saying if you loved the Ghost Inside song or not. (laughs) But you know what? (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be looking. And if you don't like it, get the hell off my page, dog. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Anyways, it's been fun. And I will, we will, I'll text you. We'll we'll keep up with the nerdy. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some recommendations and stuff. Please do. All right. All right. Later, buddy. And see you, see you later, nerds.